Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions, the feet your life, Rocket can. What up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. Was there a game last night? <laughs> I got to say, Perloff, the way that you were trolling me yesterday about the Buffalo Bills losing to the Vikings, you set your own team up for a loss. And that one, even though the Eagles are still great and all that, that was painful because you got hosed by the referees and outfoxed by Taylor Heineke. Oh, man, that was sweet. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> First of all, I'm only mad about one thing. I'm mad that I'm roughing the passer? No that I did not bet the house against the Eagles because the way I treated you after the Bills <laughs> loss, there is such a thing as sports karma, and it hit me hard last night. It wasn't just the refereeing. Everything about that game was painful and miserable, but I think the Eagles needed to lose a game. Well, <laughs> sure. Talk yourself into that. I love it. This not the 17-0 talk. It's like, don't worry. You still had a while to go before 17-0, but whatever helps you sleep at night. I mean, how, how the Eagles, and Brandon Graham specifically, who probably has, Perloff, would you say the biggest play in the history of Philadelphia Eagles like football? He has the closing sack on Tom Brady yeah. in the Super Bowl. Like It was him who, who, who finally like shut down Brady as much as Brady well, had 500 I mean, yards of offense in that game. But you know what I mean? He has the seminal moment. The fact that it was him, a seasoned vet, someone yeah. who's so good, like took the bait on Taylor Heineke, who baited him into a roughing the passer, it was bizarre. I've never seen a guy take a knee like that in like live game, just sort of give himself up, not throw the ball away, not take a sack. But the fact that Brandon Graham was the one who took the bait was just shocking, and it ended any hopes of a Philadelphia comeback. Just so we're clear, the biggest play is the Philly special. Well, okay, I mean, he got a statue. Honestly, Brandon Graham should have a statue. He should also have a statue. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think he baited him necessarily. I think he flopped a little bit. And I think it was an awkward kneel. And he started to get up, too. I don't think anybody knew what was going on. It was a quick knee. It was just like... Well, it was a knee. He was trying to stay on his right knee. Yeah. And then he was clearly uncomfortable, so he lifted up his left knee. Brandon Graham is not watching him like a hawk. He's running around the edge. And there are all sorts of theories out there. Chris Sims, my buddy, says that Brandon Graham was trying to pad his sack stats. Because that's Brandon Graham Ooh. at age 34 with a Super Bowl ring. He really cares in his <laughs> final two seasons. <laughs> about That's the most ridiculous theory ever. He was going 100 miles an hour. And I'm sorry, he, he's not used to a quarterback taking a knee after. Have you ever seen a quarterback run around, not see an open receiver, and then get down on one knee? <laughs> it just doesn't happen. Well, it was a bizarre play. Well, the weird thing is if you're trying to get Philly to call the final timeout, right? Like you're trying to bleed them or whatever, you could just take the sack and that would have the same effect. 
you could, I guess, throwing it out of bounds, though, is going to have the same impact as taking a knee. It's going to stop the clock, right? Because the clock would stop. No, no, no taking yourself. a knee. No, no, no. Taking no, the, the clock, the clock would still run, right? So right. he didn't want to throw it away. Typically, I mean, defenders are used to now watching for the quarterback to slide. But he didn't slide. He just took a knee in the middle of the field, which is totally unusual. <laughs> you can't slide when you're going lateral. <laughs> I got involved in this whole Twitter thing last night where people were pulling up the rule book. And they said, if that. a player gives himself up, then you can't touch him. But yep. it never says if a player kneels. Because that language just isn't in there. So no one really knew what the kneel was. But that's a giving yourself up as the kneel. Kind of. Yeah, I know. But it's just an an unusual way to do it. I thought it was the right call. He definitely gave himself up. I'm sorry. Brandon Graham, all-time great player. But, like, he, he was the one who messed up there. And, and Heineke definitely flopped, but that's the thing now in the NFL. Yeah. Like, people who are saying, like, oh, Heineke, you know, Vladi Divac, and how could you? Why? He's just <laughs> doing, like, the smart move. Taylor Heineke is now 3-1 and one for the Commanders as a starter and just handed the Eagles their first loss. Well, I think Heineke made it. It's talking about sports karma. He made a little mistake, though. You don't celebrate after the flop. His celebrations are so annoying. They're so because, big. And the other thing, too, is officials do not like that. And the NFL does not like that because the NFL already knows it has a problem with quarter, roughing the quarterback. They know that it's not great and they're running into a potential problem down the road. But you don't bait a call by flopping and then celebrate like you just threw a 90-yard touchdown. <laughs> the emphatic first down. Meanwhile, Heineke does that on every first down. It's like, all right, you guys yeah. just rush for a first down. I don't need the emphatic, you know, arm yeah. signaling forward. Trust me, he cost himself a call at some point of the season well, by that. I, I think he's probably just so ecstatic that he's still out there that he yeah. just doesn't know what to do with himself. Meanwhile, they keep, you know, keeping the ship afloat. For Washington, who's now staunchly a playoff team, and you do not have a team with a losing record in Wait, both the mean, NFC East and the AFC East. Staunchly a playoff team? Explain. I mean, they're 5-5 five and five right now in the NFC. 5-4, and four, I think, right? No, they oh, got to 500. Oh, they're 5. Yep, they're 5-5. Five and five, five and, five. and so I think that the Washington Commanders are setting themselves up for to be a wild card. Wait, but the problem with their 5-5, and five, right, 5-5, five and five, is they have to play a lot of Giants and... Cowboys and Eagles. So it's very unlikely the way the schedule plays out that all four teams are going to make it. I don't think all four teams are going to make so it. So who but, drops out? Well, maybe it's the Giants. I have no idea. Everyone's schedule in the NFC East is so freaking easy yeah. that maybe all four of them do make it. I don't know. But I do know that Washington has now resurrected their season, and maybe that's not a surprise that it's when Carson yeah. Wentz leaves the field for an injury and and Heineke's there. And he was like the crafty one last night because that definitely won them the game. Well, he was really good last night. The Commanders really are not much worse a team than the Eagles. I mean, that was on... If you go just in the trenches, the Eagles' O-line is great, but if they never get on the field because the Eagles' defense with Jonathan Ben-Don't-Break-Gannon, who is the most overrated (laughs) defensive coordinator in the history of the NFL, this guy... How long have I been... Actually, before we got together, I've been complaining about his style of defense. Too bad he didn't get a head coaching gig. I know he was up for those last year. So all my friends are praying that he gets a head coaching gig and gets out of town. His numbers are great because of this new style, but you saw it last night. If you can't get off the field, then I don't care if Jalen Hurts is playing like an MVP. He's not going to be able to do anything. Also, some How about bad. The Eagles I had yeah. less than twenty minutes of possession last night. Yeah, it was Every, crazy. It was a three-yard run, three-yard run, first, the third, and three, and Taylor Heineke completes a six-yard pass. The Eagles are not well designed for that, which makes me even more nervous. Forget this loss. What if they lose to the Colts? Because I am telling you right now. This is the wrong kind of team to play. It has nothing to do with Jeff Saturday. We do not want a good offensive line and a good running back to face the Eagles. Yeah, that no, is clearly the kryptonite. Wants that. It's really hard. But it's specifically the Eagles kryptonite. They're, they're like your Bills. They're set up to uh, face a passing team. They're not set up to face a run team.
And so am, is it just me or am I the one who gets painted here as the cynic about their team or I have to be talked off the ledge? You're honestly worried about the Indianapolis Colts. I get what you're saying about Jonathan yeah. Taylor, but you're the Philadelphia Eagles. You're eight and one. There are so many people in sports, in inside of the NFL, media types who think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. You cannot sit here and tell me you are afraid of the Colts. Not not afraid. I just think that this is, you know, there's how many games have a bigger spread than this one next week? A bunch, right? It just went down, actually. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it I think. went down to like seven and a half to six and a half. Okay, I understand hilarious. the drama of the Colts with the coaching staff, but they are a four, five, and one team. They were basically a playoff team last year. They blew it in week 17. They're obviously a decent team. This is a very, very bad matchup. They're obviously a decent team. That's not what we were saying about them last week. Decent as in we thought they were seven win. A laughing stock. And unfortunately, yeah. Shaq Leonard is now going to be out for the year. He had back surgery. We just got that unfortunately. news this morning. Well, I mean, <laughs> for him. For, for him and <laughs> yeah. his family. You Eagles fan. <laughs> ruthless. He's a problem. I'm so glad he's not going to be there for the Eagles. But now I'm going to take off my Eagles hat. No, it's not a matter of... I'm not like the Bills where every loss is a is a reason to sell, sell away the whole season. Basically... It's a loss. It's one loss against a divisional foe. It happens all the time. When the Washington's up, the Eagles beat them. When the Eagles are up, Washington beats them. This happens all the time. You know this yeah. from your own division. I know. I mean, listen, you almost have me convinced that you're not you're not that uh, scared. The yesterday, Goddard injury is not great, but he's a tight end. Yesterday, you brought out my five tweets that went from, that showed just the agony yeah. and total pain and torture that I was in. How about the tweet from Perloff last night? No way the Eagles can't lose this freaking game. <laughs> That's what yeah, I was no. like. Oh, he's taking it seriously tonight. Well, you got a couple bad calls going your way. It was like, uh-oh, what is going on here? Four you, turnovers in the game and basically no time of possession. That was a brutal one for the Eagles. I mean, they're still a good team, but that was a rough loss. Yeah, but it, did you ever feel at some point that the Eagles are not the better team, that this is just one of those games? Jalen Hurts played really well, actually. The Hurts one interception, the well. one interception hit the receiver in the hands. It was sort of wrestled with a fifty-fifty ball. I I feel very good about the way Jalen Hurts played. Feel very good about the young wide receivers. I'm very good about the offense. Nervous about the defense. Well, I mean, AJ Brown left the game at one point, was injured, came back in. That was the only bet that you and I lost last night. All of our props, everything cashed except for our AJ Brown over four and a half receptions. Everything else cashed. The Taylor Heineke interception. The uh, Terry McLaurin over four and a half, the over in the game, and the spread. We had it all except for A.J. Brown. You know what else actually has me a little excited? What's that? So Washington and the Giants and Washington and Dallas have to knock each other off. That's going to be fun to see because I'm a little – if you ask me, is it, I'm going to put my Eagles fan uh, hat on. Who am I most worried about? The Dallas Cowboys. Yes, the Cowboys. So a resurgent Taylor Heineke-led Washington – uh, if they can knock off the Cowboys a couple times, do they play? Let's see if they play. They definitely play the they play week. They play the final week of the season. Oh, they already played. Darn it. Well, anyway, they get one win. If <laughs> Washington goes beat, your theory. <laughs> was everything built on that? Like, that was their, no, the house of cards just came falling down. All I need is Dallas really to lose one or two more games, and the Eagles should be fine. So that's if that's a really close game, that helps. If they knock off the Giants, that helps. The Eagles just need to win the division. I don't even need the bye. You give it to Minnesota because Minnesota's not scaring anybody. The Eagles just need, <laughs> need the two. The Vikings? Come on. Okay. I mean, they just beat my team. So, yeah, they scare me.
Really? You don't think that you could beat that team again? You were up 27 to 10. I don't want to rehash that. Today's about you. Today's not about me. Today's about your team losing, see, not you about see, my team losing. Do you see how none of these teams scare me? Nothing Nothing here scares me. I have no fear after this loss. I understand exactly where the Philadelphia Eagles are. There's no panic. Helps we don't have the Chiefs in our conference. I'm not going to lie about that <laughs> yeah, one. The easiest schedule in the history of mankind. Going I like the back that. Stretch. I like that. The Giants have an easy one, too. Maggie, learn from me. Just take this sure. loss in stride. Oh, Just I, realize. You switch schedules? Well, I'd be happy to switch schedules. You want to play the Miami Dolphins and start playing the New York, New England Patriots at oh, all? The, the same Miami Dolphins that edged the Detroit Lions and the Chicago Bears? <laughs> yeah, and just beat the Cleveland uh, Browns and also oh, maybe... The, a, oh, no, not the did, Cleveland Browns. And didn't, <laughs> didn't punt in the game? Yes, the Browns are terrible. They're three and six or whatever they are. They're They're really bad. You don't think the Dolphins don't scare me. You are scared of the wimpiest teams. Forget the Dolphins. They're nothing. Forget the Jets. Sorry, Samter. You have one thing. It's going to be the Bills and the Chiefs in the playoffs, and that's all that matters. You have to forget about all this other Again, nonsense. You're just busy in your mind. Now, the Eagles... Let's switch schedules, please. If the Bills no, and no, Eagles see, could switch schedules, I'd be a happy woman. That's the other reason I'm not too panicky. Although, I, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to put it out there right today, Tuesday afternoon. The Eagles could lose to the Colts. They could definitely lose to the Colts. And that's, again, I won't even panic about that. All right. We'll check in on that. I'm going to hold you to it because no, I, I mean, think there is the going to be some panic. During the game, I'm going <laughs> to curse out things, break things in my house. Yeah, you're, we're going to lose it. The longer Jordan Davis is out, the worse this run defense looks. And it's a problem. Can't get off the field. Last night, the commanders had 12 rushing first down, nine passing first downs. They were just able to move the ball. And I know it's the bend, don't break or whatever, but they were also getting in the end zone. They were also taking advantage of Eagles turnovers. Yeah, the, and the Eagles fumbled a bunch. That's not always going to happen. The one, Fluky. The one thing that bothered me the most, though, about the commander's win last night wasn't the roughing the passer or the baiting it, you know, Brandon Graham into that. It wasn't the flop. It wasn't the missed face mask. I'm going to tell you what it is on the other side. Because this bothered me a lot. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Are you feeling as good about the Eagles as Perloff is? Hey, they just lost. No big deal. And I'll tell you about the commanders. Just one thing just didn't sit well with me. By the way, baiting. Like, okay, so <laughs> Taylor Heineke had a plan. He's like, well, if I kneel and I sort of shake around a little bit, I'm going to get him to hit me. Well, if you said it was a flop of NBA proportions. But that's not baiting. Well, but that's. It kind of is, though, right? Because you're you're basically over exuberant on the on the you know contact. Interesting. Yeah, I'm also curious. Yeah, do people? Is there anyone out there who is with me who thinks that it wasn't a no brainer roughing the passer? Oh yeah. What do you think of the call? I thought yeah. it was the right call. It was roughing the passer. The guy took a knee. It's weird. We haven't seen it, but he didn't do anything illegal or wrong. Yeah, you I think mean, it was a BS call. I, I, I'm just worried for Taylor Heineke. I honestly, I I hope he's in the protocol yeah. after that <laughs> vicious two-handed touch hit. Uh. Seriously, uh, I don't know how. It must have been adrenaline that he got up and celebrated. Should we have Chris Nowinski on about this? Because uh. that was a, don't do that. And by the way, you know I liked Taylor Heineke before this week. I, Old Dominion. I love Old Dominion quarterbacks. I do not like that person. <laughs> he's out of the backup quarterback fact, club. Yeah, I, I said some things that were very unpolitically correct about Taylor Heineke. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, okay, once the game was over and he went to kneel, then you should take a shot at him when he's really kneeling at the end. This is the Eagles fan. This is when the real Eagles fan comes I, up. You Brian Ryan me- was my favorite coach. He would have he would have lasted one quarter in today's NFL. I, it's so soft, Maggie. Do you call me Townie Maggie when I like get all upset and you know get into it? 
I'm going to start calling you, like, what What are you, Broad Street Perloff? All yeah. of a sudden, you get real <laughs> Philly. Yeah, I mean, because I don't like flopping, because I don't like no, he, you, these incredibly soft NFL rules on that are ruining the sport <laughs> because of roughing the passer. The fact that you said you should have really taken the shot at him when he was kneeling. Yeah, well, the game was over there. <laughs> there was a bring in a backup. And the just, goon. Yes. Perloff the goon. That's what you're going to be. Always sunny and Perloff. Yeah. I would have taken him out no, if I was a backup linebacker. No, you you're a closet goon. Uh, that's I what you are. Also, too, uh, this is all right. Since I'm already in this pool, why do players hit the quarterback really hard if they know they're going to get a flag? At some point, someone's going to be like, ah, "I'm going to get a flag anyway." Just take out the quarterback, like they used to do with Cam Newton. And everything. Morality. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Surely you just try the first hundred years of NFL history. All you did was try to take out the quarterback. So yeah. if they're going to call little things like that now, why not really hit them? Okay, I think two things. I think one, you probably get reamed in a meeting if you cost your team. It has to be, you know, you got to understand. You got to find the place. right spot. Right. Gotta, you know, you don't want to cost your team a win. And I think they get fined. So yeah. yeah, if you're making Brandon Graham money, great. But if you're not, then suspended. I, I mean, I mean, if it's a blatant the, the like, suspension's an issue. Yeah, did like James a, Harrison ever get suspended? I know he got oh, fine yeah. after fine after fine after I mean, fine. Vontez Burfecht did, but I don't know if it was quarterback that was head stuff. Though. Yeah. Did um, James Harrison never get suspended I mean, for all those his hits? His fines were he like in the six suspension, I believe. In the six figures, remember? Because yeah. they were escalating on top of each other, like a multiple offender or whatever. I remember he was getting at one point. I think he was getting fined like a hundred thousand dollars a pop. Harrison was the first player ever to be suspended for an illegal hit. There you go. Okay, for what one game? But still. Yeah, one game. <laughs> Get your money's worth, I guess. Boy, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Were you as outraged as Perloff because the NFL is getting soft, in his opinion, because they called the roughing the passer on Taylor Heineke? I thought it was the right call. You can weigh in. Also, the NFL quarterback controversy we never saw coming. We'll explain that in just a moment. Get on board. We want to hear from you in the Maggie and Perloff show. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. You can also find us on Twitter at Maggie and Pearl. We're back in a moment on CBS Sports Radio. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.